All right, guys, we're going to move on to contenders or pretenders in the AFC. All of these teams I'm about to list are a game and a half away from the top spot. So we're going to go through them one by one. Tell me if they're for real or not. Starting with the Jets. Oh, God, they just beat the Bills. And the Chiefs <laughs> and the Bills are obviously not a team we're going to go over this because we all know they're contenders. Pretender, right? Zach Wilson. I'm not spending a bunch of time on this. I love our guy Vinny Pasquantino who joins us to talk about the NFL on our show in Kansas City. but. Yeah, pretenders. It's Zach Wilson. I, I can't take them serious. I'm sorry. I think they're a I th- I think they're a legit team. I don't think they're gonna fall off the rest of the regular season. Like I do think they're gonna hang around and win some games, and their schedule actually is pretty favorable. They get the Patriots and the Bears after the bye week. So I, I think they'll continue to accrue wins, and I think this team goes to the playoffs, but I just I don't see it from Zach Wilson either. So in terms of being an actual AFC championship contender, I'm going to say they are a pretender. Right there with you guys. And beyond that, they've got the Vikings, the Bills again, the Seahawks, the Dolphins. So. That defense is very legit, by the way. Yes. And with the season they're having, I will just say this shows you what one really good draft class can do. You draft Sauce Gardner and Garrett Wilson, Brees Hall, who's injured, obviously. Jermaine Johnson's actually been pretty good, the pass rusher. Like if you nail your first and second round draft picks, you can see massive changes from one year to the next. All right, moving on, but keeping it in the AFC East, the Miami Dolphins. Contender, because partially probably because of the Josh Allen injury. Otherwise, I don't think I'd take them that serious. But the schedule stuff, Nick, is the most interesting to me. If we're talking about you're a contender for the number one seed. You're going to have to get to 13 or 14 wins. Miami already has six. They got the bye uh, coming up in a couple of weeks, but they got the Browns. The Texans, both at home. The 49ers, a team they can beat. The Chargers, another team that, depending on where they're playing at that time, before they even get to the Bills, they finish their final three games. Packers, who are playing like garbage, Patriots, and Jets. I mean, I don't I don't know that they're going to be any more than a three or four. I think they'll be a favorite in a majority of their games. And in the other ones, they'll be only an underdog by a couple of points. So, to me, they can rack up enough wins, and they're 6-1 and one with Tua, so contender. Yeah, they're six and one with Tua, and that one loss with Tua was against the Bengals, the game in which he had the really bad concussion. So, like, he started that game, but he didn't even mm-hmm. finish that game. If you're giving yep. me games where he started and finished, they're six and zero. Oh. Six and zero. Oh. This offense is breaking the NFL. It, it really is with what they're doing. They are only throwing to two guys, Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle, and they're only throwing to them 25, 30 yards downfield, and still. Nobody can stop them. It is one of the most enjoyable offenses to watch because everybody knows what they're doing and they're still executing at an insanely high level. Their defense, much like the Chiefs and some of these other teams I'm sure we're going to get to, is is fine. It's not great. It's not what stands out about them. It's not at the same level of the Bills, but I love this offense. I am fully bought into the Dolphins. I think they are right behind the Chiefs and the Bills in the AFC. I hate complimenting this offense. It feels icky, but Nick, you're right. They're Why contenders because they have our guy. Yeah, it's wrong. But it, it is weird. Cool to see. It is. It's like an amicable breakup, you know, where is you're it? you're friends with the, <laughs> with both of them, and then you go on to see. You know what? They're both doing pretty well, and I guess I can just be happy for everybody it's, involved. It's, it's not even pretty well. It's like they both broke up and now are dating supermodels. Like it doesn't like what the hell happened here? How'd yeah. you both get with models? Like there can't be any bitterness. Neither side can be mad at the other side because they're both doing great. <laughs> Why do they have to be supermodels? What about just people with really good hearts? Yeah, we can be. Yeah. Can be <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. sorry. 
Um, but okay. Well, and then, yeah, to Cody's point, as he made that, showed everyone that, yes, Patrick's also doing better. So it's working out for everyone. Dolphins are for real. Their, their schedule, I mean, I think they're going to have it pretty easy from here on out. So contenders for sure. We're going to move on to the LA Chargers. Bass. I know that I'm supposed to say contender here, but no, they're not. What do you mean, pass? You're pal- they're, no, they're just, they're not. Like refusing to uh, give an answer. No, it's, it's pretender. They are, mm. they play with fire every week. Look, they're getting by because they're getting by, but I still don't trust their coach. I still think their quarterbacks limitations due to the injury uh, and they're not getting past the chiefs in the West. So to me, it's, it's uh, that's why they're not a contender for the one seed. The chiefs aren't going to let them have this division. You know, there's part of me that still wonders with the talent, can they figure out something to, to make some moves? The, the weird thing is, it was the same issue that plagued their offense last year. They're really bad in early down situations. And it goes back to their offensive coordinator, Joe Lombardi, who was the offensive coordinator for Drew Brees uh, the last handful of years that he was in New Orleans. You're running an offense that you took from New Orleans for a guy who was near 40 and couldn't push the ball down the field. Well, now you have a quarterback who's what, 24? And he's got an absolute howitzer for an arm, yet you're still treating him like he's a guy who needs to play dink and dunk football. They run the ball a lot early. They run the ball a lot on second and long situations. It's mind boggling. Obviously, the defensive injuries. I'm still going to say contender, though. I town and despite the it's looked ugly, they're finding ways to win, even though it's been a really cupcake schedule for them so far this year. Until the wheels completely fall off for the Chargers, I've been ready to like my hands hovering over the pretender button. But as of right now, I'm going to trust the talent. I'm going to trust that Austin Eckler is as good of a weapon as there is in in football right now. So I still say contenders, but I don't know that I'm going to be saying it a month from now. This one is hard. Yeah, I'm kind of like in between. I can't really tell. We were very close to having the same record as them after Sunday night football, which is crazy because it seems like we're playing completely different football. Um, mm, I don't know if I'm ready to say this until after the Sunday night game coming up in two weeks. <laughs> These division games always scare me, but right now I'm on the fence. I, I, I don't really feel strong about contender or pretender at this point for them. All right. That's not a great answer, but we're going to move on to the Ravens. Yeah, I was about to, I was about to get Cody for copping out and then I realized, wait a minute. Yeah, <laughs> I'm copping out. I'll take, I'll, I'll go contender for now. TV. Ravens. Ravens. I, okay. So this is the one I'm the most confused on, which means I'm going to say pretender. If I'm not sure mm. you're off the list, Whoa. their wins aren't that impressive. Their wins are against the jets in week one. Easiest time to get them. The Patriots in week three, the easiest time to get them. The Bengals again at their worst possible moment. Then they started getting their ass kicked for a few weeks where they were losing to teams that I felt like they were better than. And all they've done over the last couple of weeks is beat the Browns and the Bucks and the Saints. So I'm supposed to buy in because their three game winning streak is against the Browns, the Bucks and the Saints. And to be honest, at no point am I convinced in this offense. It relies too much on Lamar Jackson and Lamar Jackson alone. So until they want to put some weapons around him and join the rest of the AFC party, they don't get to be included in this conversation for me. Okay, Cody. Uh, let me just, I just, before I get to my answer, I'm just going to, they're on a bye this week. The Ravens are, yeah. I'm going to go over their remaining schedule. 
It's a cakewalk. Oh, oh is it really gosh. bad? Yeah. Oh, it's my gosh. It's going to look like contender. Oh my God. I'm looking schedule. at it. Okay, hey, so, I take it back. Yeah, contender. Good God. I didn't look at the like, schedule. Guy. Maybe the Bengals and that's it. Cody's oh. the response right now where I was like, oh my God, did you see this gross, uh, that you see so-and-so's injury? And then I and then I text it to you and then you pull it up and somebody's angry. <laughs> this is their schedule, Nick? Oh my so God. So after the bye, the Ravens play the Panthers at the Jags, the Broncos at the Steelers, at the Browns, the Falcons, the Steelers again, and they close the season at the Bengals. Okay, they easy. are going to be favored <laughs> in all but one of those games. And who knows, by the end of the year, they may be favored against the Bengals. They already beat him at home. That game will be in Cincinnati. This team feels like they're about to go on a tear. So even if you're not buying into them, their schedule is so favorable that I'm telling you right now, they are going to be in the mix for the one seed in the AFC. And if they get a first round by and home field advantage, that's got to alter your perception of their chances in the postseason a little bit, right? Are you, it does. It absolutely does. And I would put them back in the list. For what it's worth, Baltimore has the easiest remaining strength of schedule in the NFL at 353 winning percentage. You know who's sec who has the third easiest? The Chiefs. The remaining strength of schedule on the Chiefs schedule is only 420. They have the third easiest remaining strength of schedule based on current team records. I'll take it. Because they play the Broncos twice. They play the Raiders. They play the Jags. They play the Texans too. Their schedule's just as easy as Baltimore's. So one thing that concerns me a little bit about them is yeah, much has been the case for them the past several years is they just don't have a ton of weapons on the outside. But when you just look at the, the best offenses in the NFL, right, it's it's the obvious candidates, the Chiefs, the Bills, uh, the Eagles, the Dolphins. I'm going to steal a phrase from uh, Jim Irsay from that wacky press conference. He had <laughs> um, th that's probably your top quartile of offenses in the NFL. But that next tier, like with the Bengals, the Seahawks, the Ravens are right there and they're doing it the same way they always have, which is that Lamar Jackson is a monster and he is incredibly tough to game plan against. So I, I do think I was bullish on the Ravens last year. I was wrong. They got riddled with injuries. But as much as I was on the fence about the Chargers, I think I'm actually a little bit more bullish on the Ravens than I am the Chargers. So I'm going to say they're a contender right there with you, especially with what they've got left in their schedule. It's going to make them a contender, whether or not we think it or. I think I only gave one pretender. Yes. Yeah. We still have one more. Well, if you think the Tennessee Titans. Well, okay, perfect. And if you're going to say Cincinnati, then Cincinnati's a no, right? Because the Ravens are going to win their division based on how easy it is. So they're a pretender and the right. Titans pretender. There you go. Problem solved. Oh yes. Two more. Sorry. Cody just gave his answers on both of them, but uh, <laughs> pretender for both. There you go. Well, you've got to choose the team you think is winning the division. Then tell <laughs> you me. You can't tell one. me what to do. That's not how this <laughs> you works. You can't both say the Ravens are like clearly going to go on a run, and they'd be like, maybe the Bengals will catch him. They can't Un both have like. No, these aren't predictions. You're just you're asking me to tell to tell me what category they're in. Uninvited right. to the chili cookoff, and then <laughs> telling you how to pick. Wow. Gosh, man. Okay, Nick, what are your picks? Let me live my life. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I'm putting the Bengals in the contenders. I'm putting the I'm, who's the other team, the Titans, Titans. I'm them in pretenders. And by the way, I still reserve the right to move the Chargers to pretenders at some point. They're my they're my on the fence team. Okay. Kayla, where do you want either of those two? Uh, I'm gonna go Titans, contenders. Mm, don't feel great about it. 
Bengals, I kind of want to say pretender until we have to play them. <laughs> yeah. They still scare me. I don't know. These are both two that could go either way for me. I'll say Bengals, pretenders, Titans, pre- contenders as it stands. 